Are you looking to buy a home in the next six months? Dr. Janae Stokes, the financial coach, can help you get home loan financing or refinancing if you are already a homeowner. She can also help increase your credit score to get the lowest interest rates available. So connect with Dr. Janae Stokes, the financial coach, using the links in the description box below. All right, now let's get into the episode. better test to see what you need because maybe that I'm encouraging you that that I'm here my name Ed the name comes from Edot it means witness it's one of the divisions of the Torah right Edot and um, uh, uh, Mishpatim right so um, I am one of those things I am a witness to him when I'm on point when I'm when I'm lined up with him and maybe it's to point you so you have in this podcast a very, very powerful resource wow. to, to plug into versus and then and then with his blessing, then as you're seeking, it's not like I'm a level up or you're a level down, but you maybe be called to mm. to, to to seek out advice from me. Right. Absolutely. Yes, sir. If you're called for that, you know, the, first be called to that. But when mm. you I'm gonna ask you, so I'm just telling you right now, why you come? Why are you here? Because you know, the way we get down when you I have very few students, and the reason why I have is because I made it a commitment that he will have to confirm it, and I will not outwork my students. I will work harder than you on you. You will work harder than you on you, and I will I will be a faithful cheerleader. I'm gonna bring the juice. I'm gonna be there for you with the water and the Gatorade. You know, like, I'm gonna be there for you. I'm gonna be there for you with the, the love and the prayers and the fasting. We can get down. However, I won't outwork you. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, man, Ed, man, I, I am, man, I am loving this this thoroughly because I have to read this. Before I, I read this quote about discipleship. Oh, yeah, yeah. You said, man, you said something that I believe it is going to really help somebody. And that's really gonna, man, just just bless them up and it's gonna help them to to change the, their mindset. Because the kingdom of heaven has arrived. You know, let me read this, man, because oh my gosh, I, I I got so many thoughts, but let me let me read this. It said, I will I will not outwork my students. I'm not gonna work harder on you than you're gonna work on yourself. Let me read this. Matthew eleven twenty-eight to 30. Mm. This is the the Torah teacher, Yahshua HaMashiach talking, right? The quintessential kingdom citizen of heaven. The one who I'm, I'm trying to be like every single day. Matthew 11, 28, he says, come to me, all of you that are heavy laden, mm. and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me because I'm meek and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I don't know why why I feel like I I, 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 I gotta articulate this point mm. because I feel like, oh man, I may lose listeners for this one. <laughs> may it not be so may it not be so oh my goodness may it not be so brother Ed I, I feel like and you can correct me if I'm wrong please do but I feel like messianics Hebrew rooters have turned Torah into a religion. Mm. 
because Yahshua was born into a very religious culture. And what I'm realizing is reading Yahshua and really just slowing down and his, his disciples being so different from the other Talmudim, the other disciples, that the only people that Yahshua really had friction with, for the most part, and who were his main antagonizers, were people who had Torah, who, who scribe out Torah, but they turned Torah into a religion. And when I look at Matthew 15, mm. oh man. Mm. When I look at Matthew 15 and one through three, Yahshua says, then came to Yahshua scribes and Pharisees. You all know this better than I do. Scribes writing out the the Tanakh in Hebrew, it was it it wasn't their part-time job. They weren't just clocking in, clocking on, like, all right, all right, Yosef ben Matiyah, you take over. All right, Zechariah ben Ben Yokanan, you take over. No, they put the pen to the papyrus full time. No doubt. Yeah. So they they know Torah circles around me. Pharisees, the religious yeah. elite in Yahshua's day, no Torah. But Yahshua, and I realized, I, I kept saying, Yahshua didn't have problems with, with, with sinners like that. No. Yahshua didn't really have problems with tax collectors, mm -hmm. with harlots. Mm. But for some reason, in Matthew 15, 1, we read, then came Yahshua to the scribes and Pharisees, who are from Jerusalem saying, why do your Talmudim, these people that are under your discipleship, they out of order. Why are they transgressing the tradition of the elders? Why aren't they picking up our nets? Mm. These are tried and true. Mm. I got you. They don't yeah. wash their hands when they eat bread. What are y'all doing? What's up with your rabbi? Ooh. Are we reading from the same Torah scrolls? Doesn't he frequent our synagogues? And But in three, he says, but he answered and said to them, why do you also transgress the commandments of God, of King Yahweh, through your tradition? Mm. And then we see in Matthew 23, he says, you all lay a burden, the Pharisees and scribes lay burdens on the people that they aren't even willing to lift a finger to lift it off the people. I don't know why I'm 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 going here, brother Ed, but I I feel like did oh my goodness did we leave one religion and and come into another when we became messianics? Well, for sure, um, I can testify that that's true. Um, one of the things I want to tell this audience is. Um, I've shepherded in messianic assemblies. That's the only place I've ever shepherded or pastored. My wife and I, our family, um, two congregations, one that was way more like, <clears throat> way more really focused on Jewish tradition in St. Louis. Yes. Um, there's a messianic Jewish synagogue there that Mashiach, I was the president or the Nazi of the synagogue for about seven and a half years. Seven. And then I moved, um, to the Holy Land of Texas uh, in, <laughs> <laughs> in 2009. And we formed a group called uh, Bet Yahshua. Yes. Uh, and we spelled it Y-A-S-H-U-A there because there was already a Bet Yeshua here, a messianic, wow. traditional messianic synagogue. And yes. we actually, without going into so many details, we wanted to build something that was sort of a gathering place. Uh, we felt led yes. to have something that was a gathering place for those who are becoming um, uh, more aware of the, the Hebrew underpinnings of the, of, of the Tanakh and the New Testament of Brit Hadashas. So Absolutely. we kind of were a landing place. We didn't want to 
we weren't, we didn't feel like our call was to uh, traditional European Jews uh, and to, and to I, I just have a different position that it would feel like we were called to try to convert traditional Orthodox and, and practicing Jews to a form of Christianity. We just mm. feel like that was our call. Our call like, was to equip Christians who were coming into more of an understanding mm. of the, the, the Jewishness or the Hebraic roots of, 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 of their life. Uh, mm. as, and so with that, we saw a lot of Yoel people because my center focus with that, as you read the bio, an overview was to focus within that framework, within the framework I just shared with you, focus yes, on family, focus yes. on, on, on Teshuvah for men. Mm. Which I've carried that focus into uh, unto this day. Like we yes. have, as you well know, um, and as, as we, as we build our friendship that, yes. that I, I'm still very involved um, on multiple levels in helping and assisting men yes. in, in those things. And the reason why I'm kind of bringing that, it seems like, oh, what is he painting? Well, it's classic. I'm a classic Hebrew, man. I paint, I bring something <laughs> else. And then like, okay, we're going to try to land this thing. We're going to try to put <laughs> It don't, always, it don't always work, but, but <laughs> sometimes we get lost in the in the sauce. But but there's, there's, so so what happens is is that with that understanding, we we see. So this is people will come to our our, our classes. People will come to Shabbat services because we have Shabbat services on Shabbat every Shabbat. Uh, they would come and they would come and they'd be on fire vis-a-vis -vis like, like one of the one of the phases of a life cycle of a messianic and I, there was certainly a, a reason why that got produced but uh, so so I I would I would see them in their phases but I would also see them not willing to drop their nets their wow. nets of sexual sin and addiction and what wow. happens Yoel asked a very very important question I told you I'm trying to land this thing is that is, is that did we change one religion, mm. other, instead mm. of truly mm. dropping our nets to follow him. I, and I wanted to tell y'all, I want to testify as a shepherd who has worked in the mission of equipping Hebrew people with the understanding of teshuva, like our whole life is to see men uh, in integrity, walking in love and accountability with their families and on fire and in love with, with their wives. Yes, I, never out of, I didn't fall out of love. Now I'm not telling you that, that like that's not normal in our society, but I didn't fall out of love. I'm still in love. It ain't something I fall in and out of. Love is more than just an emotion. So, mm. so I'm not in love today and I fall out of love tomorrow. Mm. That's a conversation that we would have to have. Mm. It, it, we would see people come and it, essentially, I would just tell you effectively, they try to put a tallit over instead of casting down their net. They try to put a tallit and they keep up or put fringes to cover. Like, I, like I, I'm going to stay in my addiction. I'm, but now Ooh. I can use this, this, this thing. So I think we have exchanged, not all of us, so, but, this, but a lot of people over have exchanged uh, one ideology, set of beliefs for another, and not really, this is what I'm pointing to. And I know this is Yoel's heart. I've read about what you have been doing, Yoel, with this. I know that this is your heart, this true Teshuvah. So instead of going for Teshuvah and really like, okay, I got to walk this thing out. This is, it's going to be tough, but yes. I got to walk this out. I got to trust you for this. Instead yes. of doing that, then, then, then we just cover it with a mm. couple. Barukatas, and we Ooh, cover it that we now we we know how to say some stuff where we can spit on people like you know like <laughs> we know we know a few things that make us seem like we're superior believers but we <sighs> haven't put down those true deep things in our hearts that are that are stopping us from truly yada from truly having intimacy with our father he wants <sighs> He, he, he didn't allow his, his son to come and give us all these things. And mm. then on top of that, so we could just pretend that mm. we were okay. So 
I think that there is a lot to what you've said, and I absolutely agree that we have exchanged in many cases one thing for another. <laughs> oh man, Mike Trap, man. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. You all this may be a four-hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> This may be, in the words of Ed Harris, this may be a four-hour podcast. <laughs> but, the, but look, y'all, the brother has, he has a beautiful wife and he has a family. I don't want to keep him forever. Man, I, I'm, I'm, gosh. I'll I'm, come back. Yeah, I'll come back for sure. Um, You know, you're my brother. I so love what you're doing. And can y'all just, do y'all see this man? This man is lit. Like, I don't know <laughs> if they looked and they created, like, let's get lit. It couldn't have been something similar. <laughs> it was holy first. <laughs> so a lot of this I blame him for because <laughs> level of love and enthusiasm for life and for scripture. And I, I'm, I actually am feeding from that. And I really, I really am so inspired, but we, let's make it a two part, you know, if, if y'all willing, we'll come back and you know what I'm, I'm with you. So we'll figure <laughs> out some things. So you, however, yo, I'm in your hands, Yoel, I'm in your hands, man. You know what? Let's you know what let's let's do this. I want to give you all. Um, we are we are going to entertain questions two and question three, for sure because I don't want to shortchange you all. I know. Look, I can't wait to upload this one right here. I man, I oh, I can't wait. Let me let me read this this quote right here. Because I can't take take the credit for this quote. This is a quote. And, and I was reading, I was like, okay, discipleship. What is that? What does that really mean? I think this gentleman captured it beautifully and ever so eloquently. This is from, from a gentleman named Daryl Delaney. Here's what he says about discipleship. Discipleship is a committed is a commitment to a journey. Hmm. An education where you will not end in the same place where you began. <laughs> for this journey there's not always a clear-cut map but king yahweh provides a compass provide points of direction and says follow me <laughs> the encouragement is you have someone to guide you and help you not if but when you make mistakes because we're all prone to do it i raise both my hands and say yeah i made a lot of mistakes the disciple maker knows how to turn failures into teachable moments, mistakes into messages, mishaps into milestones. It takes time, Ed brought this out ever so eloquently, to get from here to there. But both the disciple and the disciple maker are committed to the process. That leads me, Ed, to question number two. Has, <laughs> gosh, has the Great Commission and your understanding and your experience turned into the Great Omission? Why or why not, my friend? Wow. Well, um, so in my corner of the world, I would say it has not turned into the Great Omission. Um, and simply, I can tell you that just because of how many blessings I've experienced in this mm. life, uh, not only have I been discipled by some of the best, I believe, you know, set apart uh, men and women, uh, honestly, that the creator has has uh, birthed on this planet or allowed to come to this planet Earth. But I've been so blessed. And I've been so blessed in that regard too, but I've been so blessed to disciple um, some of the most precious human beings that he's brought in. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you three of the most precious human beings that, that he brought to my wife and I are our children. And wow. we've gotten, and we've gotten to, to disciple them. Mm -hmm. uh, and and we we feel passionately even unto this day. Um, I walk with my children, and 
um, in discipleship. And, and I come from a heritage of disciplers, and it's not that we have a long, rich history of, 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 um, of that specifically. We do have a long, 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 rich history of following Yahshua, especially in my wife's family and her heritage. But yes, that's sir. not really what I'm pointing at. It's more so that I can see from my dad, from Abba Ed, of blessed yes. memory. He passed on Father's Day two years ago. Uh, and uh, yes, what a wonderful uh, example of what it is to be to be a man. And mm -hmm. in later years um, to to follow to follow Yahshua the way he did and mm -hmm. to come as a fully grown man who had been made in this world to mm -hmm. do great things, to humble himself mm -hmm. and come into the ways and what? to work. And, and for us to sweet to to be able to sing sweet melodies together, mm. hold a faith, and for him to to be to watch him be respected uh, as a man of prominence because of mm. his humility. Yes, and, his, and for me to follow those those traits. Yes, sir. Perfectly, but <laughs> uh, kind of stumbling forward actually. But <laughs> uh, but, but but to to have. A man like that uh, mm. in life. Yes. Um, and then, and for us to share so many times, so many meaningful things that we've done and, mm. had, uh, and, and had done, to be able to have children who watched that, um, they watched it and mm. watched the relationship cultivate, and then to be able to um, model for them uh, honesty, integrity. Um, this is what happens when you get it wrong. Um, <laughs> this is what happens. This is how you make shoe in these, mm. you know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, sometimes you're like, man, what did you teach him to read in Hebrew? Now tell him, this is how when you repent, this is when you mess up. This, <laughs> is, this is what it looks like to actually um, have repentance and heartfelt, sincere repentance. And for the, those seeds that were planted, to now be uh, clearly evidenced in, in my oldest child, my daughter, who's been married mm -hmm. for five years. Oh, hallelujah. And, um, and to be evidenced in my second oldest child, who's been married since March. Wow. Um, That's get married and to, to see him and his wife in those principles, to see my youngest, who's, who still lives here with, with us, yes. to see him with his eye, he has his eye on the prize. He has his eye on, on his lady. And he, but wow. to see him honor these principles mm. in, such, in, in, such, in such a very specific way. Mm. Yes, sir. I've been, I've been, and that's just, I guess that would be more the micro. Um, and, and, uh, and so, but on a bigger level, I can see uh, now that I've started to really avail myself of being, I was off of social media. I was off of Facebook for 12 years. Wow. Um, and uh, for the last two years, I've been back on. Uh, but but I, I I can see that people that now remember me from years ago, yes. uh, from uh, sharing and teaching and, and leading and traveling all over the, the, the world, doing all those great things that the yes. Father allowed me to do. Now, like there's, there are people who are now, now they're that they're inboxing saying, "Well, thank you because I remember when you when you did this wow. and you had this course Ooh. and we did it your course and we followed you and 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 as you followed Yeshua and mm. so I, I see it as sort of my life's mission to be on mission with mm. uh, disciple making. I really see it as a part of my life and, and uh, my call. I don't see it as something that's uh, sort of optional or mm. well, you know, like like a spiritual gift in the congregations, like ah, a gift of prophecy or, you know. Right. No, I see every single one of us should be, first of all, laying our nets down as you and I have kind of kind of the mm. theme part of the podcast yes. and listening to him. And there are things that we're going to be stronger at. Like mm. um, I'm such, I, I was so horrible at relationships when I mm -hmm. met my wife, wow. I was, we could spend another hour and we won't, but I just <laughs> tell you how horrible I was is just like Moshe. 
there's some ele- there's some interesting nuggets there mm. where maybe he he says some things that he mm. believed that weren't true and he couldn't trick our abba uh and, mm. and so he um being a man that he tried to disqualify himself well mm. i i should have possibly been disqualified from being able to provide marital help for we've by his grace we've helped up to the this date 106 and a half i was we're, we're on the way with <laughs> 106 and a half couples wow years with their marriage restoration so hallelujah and, wow. uh, hallelujah and, wow. and, but he used such a dysfunctional person somebody wow. so i i know how it mean what it means to 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 struggle I know what it means to to be broken. I know I I, I understand it because I lived it, and, mm. and and so no, there can be many proponents, but sometimes people are professors and they teach what they haven't done, and wow. so I actually can talk about what it is ad nauseum, uh, mm. the struggle and what it takes in the road in the commitment level. Yes, what are some of the patterns, strengths, or or, or values? So I see it as very, very much not being omitted. I think that there are different uh, sects or denominations or maybe areas of, 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 of Christianity or Messianic life where it has not been showcased, where they're really much more focused on some of the other minutia. Mm. But from my own personal perspective, yes. I'm very much have been a part and have seen how uh, this has been such a fabric of our lives. And, and, and I'll pass on to the next life. Um, working very hard still also, first of all, first and foremost, always to follow him, but to yes. bring us along for the ride and, and those who are called to us to do try to do the best job we can, mm. equipping them to making them ready as well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wow. Oh, my gosh. That is that is beautiful, man. Like even even that 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 anecdote, man, like that's that's so inspiring. And, and, and that's that's going to inspire a lot of people because. I I think that one of the things that hinders us a lot of times, especially I think when it comes to um, when it comes to discipleship too, is that you know we we pull a Moshe mm. and we say, oh man, like why you choose me? Why you yeah. choose me for this podcast, man? Like why do you why do you choose? Like there are other people who are way more uh, bigger platform way more elephant why do you choose me and i think that that can be a a tactic of hasatan to sidetrack us and say yeah you know what i mean like i mean who would listen to you anyway i mean like you are you are jacked up man like nobody's gonna listen to you but we have a a king who has this incredible ability Ed, Ed and I were talking behind the scenes. Oh man, nothing is wasted. It's wasted. I think. I think. I don't know. I, I, I think somebody needs to hear that. Nothing is wasted. Man. There's this this beautiful alchemy that 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 King Yahweh does, where he can take a broken vessel like a Moshe. He can even he like a like a Peter who was very Im, um, impulsive disciple, very loud mouth, very I'll I'll cut your right ear off. Don't don't step to my rabbi wrong because I got the sword. Look, I'm yeah. look, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm packing, I'm packing with this sword. But he can take a a Shimon Bariona, a, a Peter, and fill him with Ruach Hakodesh. Yeah. And and he be on fire for the kingdom of heaven. Mm. I think somebody need needs to hear that, man. Especially I think when it comes to the realm of discipleship as well. And when we talk about the, the, the Great Commission also. Yes. Um I wanna say this too, uh, before we go to to, to our, our our last question with our beloved guest. I I want to encourage the the body of Yahshua. 
however you identify, whether you are a Messianic Hebrew rooter, um, sacred namer, your kingdom citizen, uh, Hebrew Israelite, Messianic Israelite, I want to encourage us to look at this great commission and, and to read Matthew 28, 19, and also to read Mark 16, 15, hmm. because, and, 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 and so this, this is a major reason why I started podcasting again it is because and I, I love the example about your father man and how he it, it, it kind of reminds me of nicodemus how he was able to humble himself and to be born from above mm-hmm. and to that's a hard thing man like to let down your your nets everybody to let down your, your baggage is a hard thing but i think what makes it easier is when in in luke 5 yashua walks i love yashua man yashua walks up to these fishermen there's a science to fishing they only fish at night because when they throw the net the fish can't really see and when it's sunny and and when the sun is shining and it hits the waters of galilee it's so transparent that the fish can see the net coming from a mile away. So they only fish that net. That's why we see Shimon saying, we fish all night and we caught nothing. But Yahshua was like, okay, let down your nets for a catch again. And in Luke 5, 1 through 11, everything seemingly, it seems so counterintuitive. We're fishing in the morning, broad daylight. Yeah, but come on. At, at your word, Rabbi, mm. we'll let down our nets. Watch, watch what happens when you do it the kingdom of heaven way. When they let down their nets, they not only caught a net full, but they caught a net full so much so that not only was their boat boat full of fish, but they had to call people to help them get the net and bring it up. They had to call the fishing partners because it, it was so it was so fruitful doing it the king's way and i think that that's another message message that i, I want to articulate to us is we, we we have to do things the king's way and i say all that to, to say this i i want to i want to encourage us to, to take a second look at the good news that we are preaching to the world mm. You, you all know this, listen, listen to the podcast, but I think this, this bears repeating and I'll be short, sweet, and succinct. I, 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 I promise you, I promise you. I didn't fully understand the good news Yahshua was preaching until Shabbat of last year. I had to slow down and look at Matthew 14 in the Hebrew. And so I want to encourage everybody who's listening to this, check it out in in the Hebrew. Because Yahshua preaches a message so powerful when when he says, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I didn't fully understand what he meant by that. But but when I read it in, in the Hebrew, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, oh, wow. I'll give y'all a, a sneak peek. Man. When, when I was trying to categorize this podcast, I was praying to Abba, praying to King Yahweh. I said, do you want, do you want me to put this in religion and spirituality? And I, I, I got the impression of no. I was like, huh? like we we we're like aren't aren't we talking religion and this is your word is spiritual and he's like no then the the scripture isaiah 9 6 came to mind to Mm. us a child is born to us a son is given Mm. and and the government will be upon his shoulder and so i the impression came to me not don't put it in religion, religion and spirituality. 
put it in in the category of government. I'm like government. Wow. Government. Wow, that's wow. I'm not talking about President Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and is Trump gonna get off of this case and who's gonna be the next president in America? I'm not talking about that. But I feel like the king was like, neither am I. I'm talking about my government, the kingdom of heaven. And Yoel, I need, not only are you missing it, but my people are missing it too. But this is what the enemy does so well. The same way how he averted attention in the garden, which, 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 which Ed read beautifully, the same thing has happened when it comes came to, to the good news. The kingdom, Yahshua brought the kingdom of heaven that Adam and Kawhi lost back to earth. And he is, he is walking in the authority of heaven everywhere he goes. And he wants Ed to do that. He wants me to do that. He wants you to do that. Wherever you go, wherever you interact with, people should be able to say, man, I feel like I'm in, I'm in heaven right now. I feel like you are helping me to, to see the original vision of, of the king all, all over again. Right? And so I say, <laughs> I told y'all, I was trying to keep it sweet, short, sweet, short, short, sweet, and, and succinct. And I'm getting my Hebrew on. But nonetheless, 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 I would encourage us to re-examine the good news because I, I think that the as I as I like to affectionately call it the Great Kingdom Commission, I think that once we fully understand the good news message, that we need to change our mindset. We have we have we have a lot of nets that we have to let go of. That like our Ed said, we just, all we want to do is just we want to pull a tallit over it and we want to pray the Shimone as Ezri and we want to pray the Eighteen, we want to pray the Amida and we want to do all these things. But religion, religion is a is a fig tree. Religion, religion, religion is the the fig leaves that we try to sow on ourselves. Mm -hmm. To say, oh, it's all it's all good in the neighborhood. <laughs> it's all good, but then when we, when we hear the voice of King Yah correcting and saying, "I need you to I need you to drop that sexual sin. I need you to drop that." Well, huh? Right. So you are. I would I I, I want to encourage us, in order for us to take the Great Kingdom Commission to the next level. Please let's re-examine the good news that we're preaching because, and, and this is just me, the king impressed upon me that it's all about my kingdom. And it's 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 sometimes hard for us in, in the West to get that because we're in a democracy. America is all about me, me, mine. We we vote for a president, and 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 there's there's a difference between living under the rulership of a president, and then when we become born from above, now we're under a a king, and it's it's two different governments. Mm. But mm. we gonna we gonna move on, man. Last question for Ed, man, because <laughs> I don't want to keep him forever, man. This is oh man. Oh gosh. All right. My, my, last, my last question, Brother Ed. How do we disciple future generations like millennials and Gen Zers today in the 21st century? So what does that look like today? So I've been blessed also to, to be around a brother who um, his name's Pastor Mike Ryherd. Yes. Um, he's an amazing, amazing man. Um, He's up here in the DFW area. Uh, just a fantastic brother. Uh, he, yes. I, 
I, I, I revel in his good company, just like I, yours, Yoel. He's, you would, you would love, you would love uh, Pastor Mike. Well, his, his mission, he really feels like he's been called to disciple in, 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 in those generations in specific. Wow. And he has been doing that for many years. Um, even when I met him, uh, and has, so I've been to some of his men's groups here and actually I'm going to attend one on Tuesday of this week where, you know, this, he, there are men that are in that age range that he's discipling. And I've met some of them through some wow. of the uh, various meetings, but yes. what's so fantastic is, uh, just like we were speaking about, uh, making disciples, uh, or I've been made a disciple and then follow, you know, it's really the same routine is that you're going to have to open your heart mm. and possibly sometimes your home Ooh. show. Um, I mean, Zoom is cool. If you, if that's what all you got, you, you don't <laughs> use what you got, <laughs> but, 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 and, 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 and Zoom can work because, you know, you see people's face, you can see their, their, their facial expressions and, and you can hear their voices. So I'm certainly not discounting the, the miracle of modern technology and, and its influence for us to be able to do it. And you need to have some of that, whether it's, you know, whether it's Android, iPhone, I, I, you know, Google Meet, whatever you use, yes, WhatsApp, sir. whatever. But in, or, in that generation um, or the next generations after them, the, so, the, the core foundation is following Yeshua. Yes. And whether whatever generation it is, the recipe is still the same. It's going to be what comes from the heart, reaches the heart, um, opening your heart, following, truly being a follower yourself. And then those who come um, to provide a good biblical example in those areas where they, where they can, where they can have something that is of substance mm. to, is going to be the same. So it's, it's like more of the same we so but if you've been called to 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 you know gen x and gen z's you you already know you have been right because you speak in that vernacular in that language just your framework um is is to continue to follow the master mm. and, and to and to always be available in the ways that you know so Maybe it is Yoel for those those people or Gen X, Gen Z or ministers that are talking and making disciples of those people that it is more a connection through technology, but mm. not not negating that coffee shop meeting, not negating mm. that opportunity for the front room, the living room, or a camping trip, or yes. you know some, some hikes or or some things, and 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 at the same time they just can't become things. Oh, I was with my disciple mm. maker and we did now what comes from the heart, which mm. is the heart. So that, that must be a key element, no matter what the generation is, that it has to be heartfelt. It has to be. And this is the other thing, Yoel, it has to be consistent. You know, this, this generation, just like many others, they've gotten really sick and tired of sort of like, you know, this. Mm. I truly believe that the reason why the attention span is so, by, by the way, I bet that you will have many of those who watch and enjoy your podcast that will watch the entire thing, two hours, two and a half hours. But isn't that so countercultural right now? Mm. Cultural norm is that they can't keep the attention of someone you have to do. a. have been told, like, I'm starting to put videos out. Oh, it has to be a minute. Or yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, I don't do it. I, I used to be on radio. I used to do radio. I don't understand how I'm going to figure out only by your grace how to get something done in 23 and a half seconds. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's possible, but but they're saying, oh, but that's that's all the time that, that you have. And I'm saying right. there are people who who are in your audience that this this podcast really is not a problem for them in terms of the length of time, the content. And I think that that somebody who's going to be in those generations knows how to get in and out of those rhythms and to be uh, available 
for the ebbs and flows of the different platforms, but most of all, most importantly, following him yes. and having that heart and being somebody who is relatable in terms of not trying to be on trend, but mm. these people have, they, they need, they need somebody who's real, real talk. They can mm -hmm. yes, sir. showcasing, you know, the real value of scripture. Not, not that anyone, I'm not pointing at anyone. I'm just saying when you make it a facade, when it's just, you know, well, I have this disciple group and we have 20,000 <laughs> people. And if it, you can't disciple 20,000 people, <laughs> that discipleship, then there should be some captains like in scripture. Like yes. there, there's a model, like you, yes. you might have five, you might have <laughs> seven. Five is five is very manageable. <laughs> yes. You might have 12, but if you have 12, you are very, very busy. I, I, I just know this. If you have 12, you're very busy. We have programs and they have automation in them. And even with that, uh, I, I do personally reach out to everybody who's in any type of program that we have. And if you have 12, once I get, I never, I haven't been, and I don't know how we would do it, but I've not been over 12 or 13. And, and, and if we like by chance, by his grace, we reached like 20, I would simply stop. I would cut it off because you can't give what you, you can't give that much. Like mm. not at that level, it, it, it will be watered down. It would be, it will be drive by discipleship in mm. order to do it, it has to, and a Gen Z, a Gen, they, next year, they gonna know, like you're, you're trying to play me. You're trying to play me. You ain't, you just running me through the, they gonna call it as you and put me in a sales funnel. You gonna put me, <laughs> the, you gonna throw me in the funnel. They don't want to be put in the funnel. They're <sighs> used to people lying to them. You, it, mm. it's, be real to show up and be authentic and it is a time requirement it is a serious commitment and it will take work it's not gonna to show up overnight yes. it's expensive it costs us something we give out of our out of you either giving out of your abundance out of your lack you get your two mites or or yes. you rolling like nicodemon you like hey i got <laughs> <laughs> are you like, like my man Zacchaeus? He was short in stature. Like, I've been taking all the people's money. I'm making shoes right now. I'm giving it. And if there's any, hey, let me know if it's anybody else. I'll get them right too. I'm sorry. <laughs> Coming with you. And so out of your lack or out of your, you know, there's going to be that you need to be available as somebody who looks to equip that generation. They won't yes. play. I, I want to say this, and this is a loquacious long answer. Mm, I love it. started um, meeting on online using Google Meet on Shabbat. We do attend a meeting on Shabbat. I won't talk about where and all of that. We do yes, have sir. family connection, multi-generation. And, um, and because my both of my parents have died within the last two years, my mom mm -hmm. on July 20, uh, 25th and my dad two years ago has had mentioned that yes. my wife and I are starting to assume more of that role of the patriarch and the matriarch of our, of our, of our tribe. Yes, and sir. so, um, and it's my responsibility spiritually to sort of set the tone discipleship wise, spiritual vision, leadership wise for our family. And I, I've been called to do that. It's yes, not sir. called to, to make a church out of them. They're called to make a synagogue. It's these are, <clears throat> these are those, these are those. So on, on Shabbat, we, we, um, we're all scattered all through the Metro. We, we, uh, have our own private family, uh, gathering and we gather and, and we've been doing that and I think that's, that's a way to to inspire um, you know powerful uh, conversations and and I can tell you, tell you just in that group they are those numbers and those those cultures are in there we got I think the youngest uh, disciple in that group is 19 wow. the oldest is 29 that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Oh man, bless the king for that. Hallelujah. Wow. Wow. Family, um, citizens of, of, of Heaven tuning in. And as I like to say, those who are applying for citizenship into the kingdom of heaven. Oh man. This this has been an an, an absolute treat. Um golly. I I 
I'm 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 gonna hit three quick points and then I'm gonna yield the mic right to you, um, Ed, for departing words. And then we have a surprise. We 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 have a treat for the audience as well. Um, before we before we hop off, before we close, the three points that I want to um uh throw into the conversation as well as you answered just phenomenally is what's it like how do we how do, how do we do this thing today gen z millennials one am i worthy to be duplicated oh wow am am i worthy to be duplicated because yashua essentially was duplicating himself through a tax collector through a zealot who wanted to cut the necks of every roman through a fisherman who was a hothead, through Andrew, through his, through Judas, it's, it's scary. We, we can't forget about him. Yeah. He was trying to duplicate himself through his disciples. Am I, am I, am I, Yoel, worthy to be duplicated? Do I have the king's character? Do I have the intangibles of the king to, to duplicate my, my myself? I think that's that's a very important question, and it's a very introspective question that that we should take care to ask ourselves as well. The the, the second thing is go go to their quote unquote synagogue. You know, I'm I'm 32 years old, and when I see Gen, Gen Zers and millennials, they on the TikToks. They on the Facebooks, they on the YouTube, they on the X, which used to be Twitter, they on Clubhouse. That is their quote unquote synagogue. Yahshua, do we have to change the way that we think about the word holy and being mm -hmm. set apart? Because Yahshua, to me, to me was the was the the example of what it means to be holy. But Yahshua was in the mix. Yahshua wasn't at his 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 Abba and and, and his his Ema's house with his legs crossed and and just had a Talit Gadol on in a room secluded, very monastery like, and just waiting for people to come to him. He went out to the people. He was in the mix, and so he went to them. But also, Yahshua. Mm -hmm was Ruach Field and Yahshua, they asked them during Sukkot, mm. hey, how does, how does, how, why is he, how is he so learned in the, in the letters? He didn't come to our seminary. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Yahshua right. was like, my doctrine is not my own. And that leads me to the last point. And then, then, then we, then good citizens of heaven, we, we, we closing out. I believe we have to have the right message. And this this too, it, it call it calls it's more introspection on us. Am I willing to give up my pet doctrine if it's wrong to be able to teach this person a kingdom of heaven truth? Or am I so egotistical or do i have so much hubris or pride that no like i've been studying this for decades forever it's been passed down to me i've been cross-referencing it with scholastic sources and academic sources and i know this doctrine it this is true but i i think that we have to be introspective and say king yahweh is this your doctrine or Am I deluding myself and, and passing down this idea that's 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 not from heaven, but it's from Yoel? Is this a Yoelism? Mm. Or is is, is 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 this from heaven? Wow. Yokanan's immersion. Is it from heaven? Or is it of men? My ideology, I'm talking all of our beliefs is it from heaven or are there some beliefs that we have to audit because it is of men mm. those are my three points 
Ed, brother Ed, do you have any, I'm a yield the mic to you, but do you have any closing words regarding this phenomenal? I don't even know how long we've been on the guys with y'all. Look, I'm 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 thoroughly and I have enjoyed this thoroughly, man, on, on, on a solo local level. Do you have any words of departure for the people listening as we close out this episode, my friend? I think it would be uh there's a purpose behind you listening to this one, just like there was a purpose behind you listening to the others. Find the purpose. And uh is it interwoven in your life calling? Yes. There is. We sometimes look like it's mystical. No, this message and our opportunity and Yoel and I sharing and reveling in reveling, and I can't even say that word right, in, <laughs> in Abba's goodness is not by accident. And so um, take this in, just like you've taken in the other podcast with those curious questions of, you know what? Let me stop looking. I just really feel impressed to tell somebody today that you're looking for the next one. And it's this one. It's this one. And it was also the last one. And it was also the one before that. And, and instead of looking at it so ambitiously, like um, someone sitting, eating a four-course meal in a Michelin star restaurant, as they're eating it, and being served by the top servers and drinking the top wines and enjoying the top fresh baked breads and enjoying all the different delicacies, kosher, mind you, at the table, you're having a great time. It would be like you sitting at that meal with your ideal person, with that your plus one, with your family, and you saying at that table, I got to get to McDonald's. I can't. What's what is there for tomorrow? I wonder what I, even if you don't go to something as mundane and very commercial as McDonald's, you might say at that restaurant, I wonder what I'm going to eat for breakfast tomorrow. Mm. Instead of really sitting in and enjoying every bite and, 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 and letting yourself absorb yourself in the, in the, in the element of the meal the decorum of the room, the, the, the smell of the food, taking time to actually listen to this, dine mm. instead of just eat. You know, an animal, he just, you put the food down. <laughs> next one, they just wait and they go to the next one. But you never see them get out a napkin, throw it on their lap, sit their wife down, push her in, dust the table out, dust, the, dust her chair out first then have her sit down, spoot the chair in behind her. I know I said spoot. Yes, move the chair in. And, and then make sure that the napkin is nicely folded over her lap. And, 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 and that, that, that her experience is that you are all about her experience and her enjoying and reveling and your good company and so forth and you and hers and, and just immersing yourself. You know, there may be people talking. They may be even watching you all and they be marveling at how, wow, how are they able to dine like that? Like, look, they really look like they in love. <laughs> you don't even know that you are, are, are being watched because you're so deeply immersed. That's what Yoel is saying. He's, he's saying, I don't know where the time went because I haven't been looking at my watch. So I'm, I'm caught up in something that feel, don't you know when we get together that it should feel a little eternal, right? But that's why sometimes Sabbath sort of feels rushed for us because we're thinking about the first day of the week instead of thinking, oh, when, when the sun sets, I'm I'm going to fix my, I'm, I'm, when the, when the, you are not rested. <laughs> when I, I've heard from people in my family say, like, as they looked at the Shabbat after dozens of generations with fresh eyes, that they say, I have more rest and energy. I, I, don't, I don't even feel sleepy. Like, I don't, like, <clears throat> I'm ready. Mm. And I see this is an opportunity for you all to do just that. Ladies and gentlemen, 
boys and girls, boomers, Gen Xers, Gen Zers, Messianics, Hebrew rooters, Hebrew Israelites, citizens of heaven, and those applying for citizenship in the kingdom of heaven. I know this one is going to bless you all the way up. And before I close with our theme, we have a surprise for you all. We have a treat for you all, courtesy of our beloved August guest, um, Ed Harris, coach, coach Ed Harris as well. <laughs> this, this gentleman, this, this, this man, just awesome, awesome gift from, from King Yahweh. He is also gifting you all. He has a men's freedom course. 2023 and i'm going to put all the information in the, in the description box as soon as i upload this episode he has a men's freedom course but not not only that check into that and i'll put the information there he is giving you guys a 25 percent discount on the course please please i i i implore you to check it out go 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 to his website go, go to his website you are and, and check him out on the website uh edharris.org man the life cycle life cycle of a mess and it gives you a light youtube that i'm gonna put that in the description box as well you are this this has been an, an absolute an, an absolute spiritual treat and i pray that you all realize that we're not inviting you into a religion we're inviting you into the kingdom of heaven and so until next time as always let's all take care to change the way that we think because the kingdom of heaven has arrived from matthew 4 17 and i pray that you become a citizen in your lifetime until next time i love you all shalom <laughs>